about your testicles? They're uh, they're good. Are they are they doing well? Yeah. In good health? The, yeah. It's generally performing normal functions? Correct. You know, they might not be that way forever. That is true. And that's why I think you need to get testicle insurance. Testicle, testicle insurance is important, you know? You never know when some catastrophic error is going to happen with your testes. Maybe you're in a car accident. Right. You know, maybe just old age. Maybe you're just too good at making sweet, sweet love and they ain't cutting it no more. Right. And you got to get some work done. That shit's expensive. Right. And that's where Tesco insurance comes into play. It'll cover part of that cost at no more than a coffee cup per day. And that's why today I am happy that we are sponsored by Stinky Pete's Testicle Insurance. <laughs> oh, Testicle Insurance. I love it. I, I could not be prouder. You know, I've heard about this company for years. They sponsor all the big podcasts. And today they have chosen to sponsor us. Very kind of them. And personally, like for me, they sent me a, a, a testing kit and it turned out my testing needed some work. Really? Yeah. So I, I went and I got my work done and I used my Tesco insurance and I only paid 10 bucks for all the work I got done. 10 bucks. And there was a lot of work that needed to be done. Let me tell you. <laughs> so remember, everybody, head over to stinky peas testy insurance.com and use code breakroom nachos for 10% off your first month of testicle insurance on us i mean i know i need to get signed up you absolutely everybody every every man should women should too quite frankly to to protect the testicles of of their and, testicles oh the, oh they're women testicles yeah gotcha okay yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, women got to keep those testicles uh, in good shape, too. Everybody has to, dude. It's yeah. important. Yeah. Women forget about that, but they got to take care of their Adam's apples, too. <laughs> Just because you don't use it actively doesn't mean you don't need to take care of it. Right. That's why I also have uterus insurance. Right. In case anything goes wrong with your uterus. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Anyway, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. How about you? Not too bad. It's a nice day. It cooled off a little bit. Yeah, it was really hot for like the past week, but it's pretty, pretty temperate today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nice. What, uh, what you drinking over there? I got some, uh, I got some tea, some iced tea. Nice. It's good stuff. You got anything in it? Tea. I mean, you put any sugar in there or? No, it's already sweetened. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I like some unsweetened iced tea. You would hate this. It is so sweet. Yeah, that not a thing. Oh, God. Remember when I used to uh, I used to give you shit for the number of sugar packets you'd put in one of those giant iced teas? It wasn't that many. You know, it was a, a we're talking like a like giant. I'd say it was like a liter and a half of tea. Yeah, it was at least a liter for sure. But it was unsweetened tea. It was super cheap. So we had these big bottles. It was like a, like a liter and a half of, of black tea. For literally less than two bucks. Yeah. So a great fucking price, but it was unsweetened and I don't like unsweet tea. I don't like the bitter aftertaste. So I put like eight packets of sugar in there, which I think makes perfect sense considering yeah. the, the volume of tea. It, it was a large volume of tea that it just, it seems ridiculous seeing someone put eight packets of sugar into anything. I think it was perfectly justified. You, you got that sweet tooth over there. Your little twink boy tongue likes it sweet. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> it's accurate, but I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Oh. Yeah. So my uh, apartment complex this last Friday, they hosted a little little event. They did food truck Friday. Okay. They invited some food trucks to come uh, station up outside of the leasing office and people could come by and, you know, get some food out of the food trucks or like enter a raffle, you know, lots of lame shit. Um, I was, I, I, I was kind of just like, okay, cool. So the food's coming to me today. <laughs> that was my, right, right. That was my mindset. Um, so on, so Friday comes around, it's like 90 degrees outside. Yeah. So like, first of all, miserable, just having to be outside at all. And these poor food truck people are here. Yeah. Um, so I walked down to the leasing office and they only got two food trucks to come. Okay. So I, I, I take a look at the first one and it's, I don't remember, I don't remember the name of either company. I don't really care to give them 
credit, but um, <laughs> the the first one they they did they were mostly like a dessert truck, but they also had like chicken and waffles, and so I was like, okay, I'll pick up some chicken and waffles. Yeah, so I ordered some chicken and waffles, and he's like, yeah, we're actually out of chicken today. <laughs> so just waffles. Well, they also they 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 still had corn dogs. Okay, but I, I was sitting there like you 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 knew you were gonna be here today. Yeah, like. I, I, I can see from like one perspective, like they're only catering to the people within this apartment, uh, like community. So like maybe they're, you know, their u- ultimate take might not be as large as just a normal day wherever they normally go. Yeah. But still like they could have, they could have prepared a little bit, right? You could have at least stocked your truck with the things that you sell. Right. So I, I ended up getting, it was a flaming hot, uh, 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 corn dog. It was a corn dog with like nacho cheese and flaming hot Cheeto dust on it. Okay. That and, sounds pretty good. And I got a milkshake. Those are both pretty good. The milkshake was a bit watery for my liking, but it was still pretty good. All right. And then the uh, so since I didn't get like it was just one corn dog compared to like the entire uh, like uh, 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 chicken and waffles I was expecting to get. So I went to the other food truck to see if I get more food. Uh huh. And so uh, I, I looked at what they had. I think they were kind of like a soul food truck. Okay. I, I didn't look over their menu too much. I saw on their sides that they had uh, uh, barbecue fries, which sounded good. Yeah. So I ordered some barbecue mm-hmm. fries. Uh, and what I got was a very small styrofoam container of French fries just drenched in barbecue sauce. That's all it was. Th- that's it. That's all the barbecue fries were. And it cost me $5. <laughs> oh, God. Why? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that kind of sucks. It was a bit disappointing. I was I was a bit disappointed by the options and results of what I got. But you know, it was what it is. Yeah, speaking of those like events that apartment complexes put on, um, mine had one. Well, I mean, they do them regularly, which I never go to, but they had one uh, a couple weeks ago for Memorial Day. It was like Memorial Day barbecue Friday from noon to two. I was, what? I was like, what? one, you're having it on a Friday when there's already like a built in holiday on Monday, right? And then it was only for like those two hours in the middle of the day and I got, it got canceled and I think they pushed it off to like Monday. Oof. And then when everybody else was having their own things. Yeah. They pushed it off to another day and then like the weather wasn't good. So they pushed it off until Tuesday (laughs) again from noon to two. And then there was like a, a random uh, email that I got that was like, oh, hey, we've extended the hours until three. Nice. <laughs> Which still didn't provide me any time where I could go take advantage of it. But. No, I they they always have all kinds of events. I, I really I don't participate in any of them. The only reason I went to this food truck Friday one was because I was like, you know, I wouldn't have to make anything or order food from anywhere or go and get food from anywhere. Right. Just have to walk down to the leasing office, get some food and walk back. And food trucks are usually pretty, pretty legit. Yeah. I like food trucks a lot. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I, I, I definitely have a bit of a, uh, 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 a pessimistic attitude towards anything along those lines. Where, yeah. Well, where I'm constantly just like, Oh, they're hosting a, 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 I don't know, something like a barbecue event. And it's like, okay, so they, they have some, um, you know, free money lying around that they're, they're putting towards doing an event for us. How about they just, uh, lower my rent, right? They could do that too. (laughs) Right. Uh, yeah. There's so much stupid shit like that. They got a lot of shit for that. My, uh, the community I live in around the time, uh, the pandemic hit cause they like, they kept the fitness center or they, they, they closed the fitness center and the pool and like they, they weren't available for day services. You had to like make it by appointment. Yeah. And despite all of this, like for the first couple months, they didn't do like any uh, 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 rent discounts. And so people were like posting on the community uh, uh, forum like, hey, I'm paying for a pool that I am not allowed to use. Yeah. How about a little rent break here, guys? It makes sense. Eventually they did do a bit of a rent break, but it didn't last long. Yeah. I, um, I did not get a rent break at all last year and they didn't open up my pool at all last summer. And, uh, our fitness center was closed until sometime in the fall. I think it was closed for a long time. Yeah. You like fitness. I like fitness, fitness dick in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. I do love fitness. 
Oh, God, we're so mature. I remember how we used to sell that bread at World Market. It was called fitness bread. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that because you like, you like fitness bread in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. That was good shit. Um, yeah. I don't, landlords and, 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 and leasing companies, they're all thieves. They don't need to charge as much as they do. No. Not even close. No. no. I'm sure it's expensive to run this kind of operation, but not nearly. Not even close to the expenditure that they rake in from us. Uh, it's one of the highest profit margin businesses you can be in. I assume I would think so. Yeah. Uh, Mac, you got a birthday coming up. I do. It's uh, this week, right? Uh huh. Nice. Two days from now. Nice. You got anything oh, tomorrow actually tomorrow. Oh, imagine that tomorrow. Yeah. I, I was like writing, <laughs> I was writing some dates down there and I was like, what, what is this? What is this? Oh, my birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> nice. Uh, you got anything planned? No, uh, my parents came up uh, yesterday. Oh, awesome. Not, no, not yesterday. On Sunday. Mm -hmm. so I, had, I had lunch with them, saw them for the first time since Christmas. Sean went, went, out, went out with us. Nice. It was nice. It was fun. Cool. Cool. Where'd you guys go eat? Well, I'm not going to say that. Oh, what kind of food did you get? We, 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 got, uh, we got some bar food. We got, uh, we got some good shit. Okay. Nice. It was, you know, it was, it was, it was uneventful. Were they just in town for the day? Yeah. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Very poggers of your parents to come visit you. One could say. Uh, I actually just went out and got uh, some Korean barbecue on Saturday. Nice. Mukbanged a big plate of that. Sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that was good. Um, uh, yesterday was actually Annika's birthday. So we went out on Saturday for that. But um yeah, back to the uh, the place that you and I went. Nice, that's awesome. That place yeah. is great. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that place. Um, so we have we've we've teased throughout this entire podcast about how we want to rate pictures of people's dads. Yes, and we have yet to get anyone to submit a picture of their dad. Uh, my dad would be upset. Fuck your dad. I will fuck your dad. All right. Well, after I, I rate him, <laughs> well, I now just took it upon myself to go on social media and pull random pictures of my friend's dads. Got them. And you know what? We're not putting them on screen. So maybe you little babies should quit worrying about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so some of these, some of these pictures have the children in them. So you'll know exactly who it is, but, um, We've got our we we got our friend Bradley's dad here. Nice. Ty, who we we've actually met him. We have? Yeah, he came well, I know I met him for sure. Um he came into World Market once. Um Oh my god. I, I just saw their shirts. <laughs> yeah, no, the best part about the, about this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Bradley's dad's name is Ty. Bradley is wearing a shirt that says Ty's son. <laughs> and Bradley's dad is wearing a shirt that says Brad and then Lee in parentheses. <laughs> Bradley's dad. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um and I think that I think that goes back to like uh, Bradley's dad had a shirt like that when Bradley was a kid. Nice. It might be that exact same shirt. Maybe Bradley just has his own version now, but um, that dude looks like like he he looks like Bradley. He kind of does. He looks like I mean, he I, looks I, like he would be exactly the same as Bradley. Yeah, for sure. I'm kind of picturing this guy like it, 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 in like a nice button down shirt. Just uh, just hanging out at an office telling dad jokes. Yep. He seems like that type to me. Yeah. A big dad joke kind of guy. Yeah. I bet I bet Ty is really good with some dad jokes. Definitely. Love loves a good pair of khakis too. I'm I'm, I'm Oh, he's got some it. nice boat shoes on too. Yeah, he mm. <laughs> right? Oh, boat and dad. <laughs> boat and dad. Okay, so we got we got Ty. And then um here's my friend Mike's dad. <laughs> Mike and his dad at a baseball game. They look very similar too. They do. Um, God, what can I, I, I feel like I can't say anything about Mike's dad just based off of like appearance. Cause I've known him for so many years of my life. I gotcha. That anything that I would possibly say is just something that I, I already know. Um, 
I mean, maybe this is specifically because he's wearing a baseball cap and at a baseball. <laughs> uh, what the fuck do you call it? Arena? Diamond? Baseball uh, diamond? Sta- stadium. Stadium. That's it. Yeah. Um, but he definitely does look like a baseball dad. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball dad. Um, Seems like a season ticket kind of guy. Yeah, I definitely. That's definitely a, a vibe that I am. Uh, I'm feeling I'm trying to think. I don't think he is, but he looks like someone who would really be into taking care of his lawn. Mm, I can see that. Right. I can see him like bragging to the ma- neighbors. Right. Like he cuts it in those like fancy diamond patterns and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't think that's him, but he looks like he'd be that type. Um, so this is my friend Tim mm-hmm. and this is Tim's dad. Um, Tim's dad looks very much like a dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Very much so. Um, Tall dude. He looks like he probably likes to golf a lot. Ooh, I could see that. Yeah, yeah definitely. He, he looks like a golfer dad. Definitely. A golfer dad. He's got, he's got, a, he's, he's got, a, he's got some clubs in the back of his car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just keeps those in the back. All the time. All the time. All the time. Yep. <clears throat> If kids ever touch it, that's a no-no. Yep, probably got an extra extra polo and uh, maybe a pair of shorts back there just in case. Got those golfer gloves. Yep. Those, like the white palms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Tim, Tim, your dad's a golfer dad. <laughs> I like it. Um, so this is, he, he is a dad, but this, this, is, uh, this is one of my uncles. He looks like the cool dad. Yeah. He, he, he looks like the dad that like, also played video games when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He 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 is a, a cool dude. He he's that uncle who likes to tell all like the inappropriate jokes. He definitely seems like that type. Yep. The inappropriate jokes. Um God, what else? He, he I mean, he's like over 70 and still plays hockey like twice a week. Nice. Yeah, he's and active. Yeah, he's a pretty, pretty gamer dad. Um so for my cousin Rachel, if you're listening, uh, I uh, I talked about, but your dad Kevin, we we agree, we're we're in agreement. He's the cool dad. He's the cool dad. And then this, this <laughs> I like how you just started laughing when I pulled up a picture. It's a super dad selfie. Like the angle is perfect, right? Um, this is this is our friend Ken's dad. Oh, I can see it. I can right? see it. Once you look it. at it, you're like, oh, yeah. Um, yep. That's our friend Ken's dad, um, whose name is also Ken. Nice. Yep. And that's his wife, who's like the same age as Ken. Oh, yeah. I, I, is he remarried? Yeah. Yeah. New mommy is like Ken's age. Gotcha. Nice. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's sick. That's a, that's a pretty poggers dad move. Oh yeah, definitely. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, he just seems like, he just seems like a swell guy. You know, yeah. seems like a good guy to have a conversation with. Right. Def- seems- definitely a beer guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. He likes to kick back with a beer for sure. Crack a cold one with the boys, maybe out in the garage, right? Hanging out with Ken and all his friends. I bet you he was that dad. Yeah, I can see that. Like Ken growing up, like I'm going to hang out with those, those teenage boys and we're going to crack open a few brews and it's cool because you're all staying at my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see it. I can see it. That, that's the kind of dad that I that I get from him. Um, and that's all I've got for dad picks today. Good spread. Yeah. Good spread. Did I ever show you the thing? I think of Ken. Did I ever show you the one selfie I got from him? <laughs> no, this is a long time ago. Um, oh God, it must've been like three, three, four years. Uh, Ken like joined a Snapchat and I friended him on Snapchat and he sent me one Snapchat and I immediately screenshotted it because <laughs> Oh God! Playing around with the filters. Yeah, he's got like the—I don't know if this is still a filter or not—but he's got a filter on that makes his eyes gigantic, and he opens his mouth, and like rainbows come out at like like rainbow vomit. He 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 was like, "Why the hell did you screenshot that?" And I was like, "Why would I not screenshot that? You look hilarious, right?" Oh God, I love it. Uh, good old Ken, classic Ken. I him and I are friends on Snapchat, but I don't think, I don't think we've ever sent a snap to either. Of, 
I can't remember if I ever replied to that. I know I've never gotten a Snapchat from him since. And he might, it might be because he was mad that I screenshotted his first one, but I'll never get rid of that picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, his wife, Amy will snap me on occasion, but not usually Ken cause he's Ken and he doesn't talk to people. Nope. Oh, love that dude. Such a good dude, but he's the worst. Do you bite your nails? I don't think you do. No, I don't. I'm trying really hard to quit biting my nails. It's been about almost a week now since I last like bit off one of my nails and they're so long. They're, they're like a serious uh, like fidget hazard for me now. <laughs> you're afraid you're going to like scratch yourself. Well, no, I've just, I've just been playing with my nails so much, not biting them though. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I, I don't think I've ever gone this long without biting my nails. Yeah. I mean, I've been I've been a nail biter since I was very young and it's 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 never gone away. Maybe it's one of those things you just need to make sure you keep them like extra short. See, that's what I tried. Uh, I, I I didn't own nail clippers before because my nails were never long enough to need nail clippers. Oof. OK, so I bought some nail clippers and I was like regularly like clipping my nails. If I started to bite my nails, I would like quit it and like clip them right away. Yeah, but like. Somehow it just didn't work. Like I'd, I'd bite it like because the nail clippers couldn't get my nails as short as just biting them could. Yeah. So even after they were clipped, I would, I would just keep biting at them. And so I don't know, like last week, I just my nails were decently long and I, I, I was like, I'm not going to fucking bite them. I'm not going to fucking bite. Them. I'm not going to fucking bite them. And it's, it's like it's gotten to the point where like every single one of my nails is now at the length that they could be bitten off and I'm still managing not to bite them. Nice. And I just got to keep going. And like, I want to clip them because they're so long now, but it, part of me feels like if I clip them, it's going to be that much easier for me to start biting them again. So I need them to stay long as a constant reminder to like not bite them until like the urge stops coming up at all. I gotcha. You could try getting that stuff. That they give little kids to bite their nails. It wouldn't work. No, the no. stuff that's supposed to like taste gross. No, it doesn't work. I've, I, 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 I would bite my nails when I used to paint them too. So, uh, shit doesn't work. All right. But this is working so far. I think like having them this long is like a reminder in and of itself. Cause like any, anytime I, my nails get close to my mouth, I feel how long they are. And that like awakens my conscious mind to be like, don't do that. Cause the problem with me and biting my nails is like, I've been doing it for so long. That it's just something I do completely absent mindedly. Like I'll just like, Oh yeah. I'll be in the middle of biting my nails when I'll suddenly realize I'm biting my nails. So like by the time I realize I'm already like bitten off half my nail. Yeah. And then like the jagged edges of my partially bitten nail bother me so much that I have to finish the job and it just the cycle continues. Right. Right. This way there's no, there's no jagged edges to worry about. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think I have any of those like super bad habits. I mean, not that that's the worst thing you could do, but, um, no, I'm pretty good in that department. Um, I do have like a like a nervous a nervous leg that just bounces up and down when I'm sitting. I do that a lot too, and it annoys some people. It do, it annoys some people a lot. <laughs> it does, and I I have no idea I'm doing it. Right? No, again, it's just another absent-minded like you just kind of subconsciously do it thing. Yeah, or like. You know, like squeezing your testicles. It's just something you do. And that's why you need <laughs> testicle insurance <laughs> from Stinky Pete's testicle insurance. Yeah. Remember, use code breakroom nachos for 10% off your premium. Yeah. It's a great fucking deal. <laughs> it is. The, the, here's a weird habit that I have, and I don't know when it started, and I don't know how to break it or if I even want or need to because it's not really hurting anyone it's just a weird thing but whenever i blow my nose i then have to look in the kleenex and see what came out really i have i don't do that yeah i i don't think a lot of people do and it's like the, there's not really any harm in it it's just i admit that it's kind of strange that i do that yeah i gotcha no i i think i've seen other people do that too but I don't, I don't, I, I guess I wouldn't look down on anybody do, for doing it because I like, I assume many other people, you know, examine my work inside of the toilet bowl. Right. You, you can't, you just can't, you can't flush it without like taking a look, evaluating it. Right. <laughs> See what just came out of you. Sometimes it's super surprising. Cause like 
you know, you'll be sitting there going to the bathroom and you're like, damn, I am laying down a monster right now. And then it's just like a little <laughs> nugget. Yes. That's so weird. Or, or it'll be like vice versa. It'll be like, like three seconds and you're like, you're like done. And you're like, oh, that was unsatisfying. And you look and there's just like, like a coiled snake. It's like the fucking Loch Ness monster in there. <laughs> fucking Nessie's just poking its head out of the water looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel you. <laughs> this is such a gross topic. It's relatable. I love it, though. It's relatable. People understand. Also, the wipe. Like. Do you ever do you ever anticipate what you think the wipe is going to turn out to look like? I I don't know what you mean by that. Well, just like like oh god, this this feels like it's going to be a, th- a three wiper. <laughs> or or there's those times where you're like, "Damn, I think that came out perfectly clean. Like, I think I could just I think I could just like lift my pants up and be good for the rest of the day." No, I I <laughs> No, I don't think I've done that. <laughs> I, oh, I've definitely never done that to the point where like I just trust that it was clean. No, no, no. I mean, I, mean, I don't think I ever try to predict it like that. <laughs> oh, I like predicting it. <laughs> yeah. I don't even need to. I just, just pull it up and call it good. <laughs> right? Oh, you're like, damn, that that one came out clean for sure. And sometimes that's the case. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and sometimes it's it's like uh like our buddy Tim and it's like an orange snake. Mm-hmm. Ah, good old shit. Good old toilet humor, am I right? Definitely. Love some good toilet humor. Um Yeah, so let's see, you got your birthday out of the way. Um anything well, not out of the way, but your parents came. Um you got anything planned going on this week for any like videos or anything for your your channel or no just live streaming live still stream. trying to figure out what my next video is gonna be yeah just yeah just playing some video games um you won't care too much about this but um the newest uh from software game elden ring finally got properly announced uh from software is the people that made the dark Souls series uh they also made bloodborne and sekiro and demon souls which are all like I mean, I've only played so far Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, and I'm only partway through 2 right now. And I've only, like, barely... I've gotten decently far into Blood Porn... Blood Porn... Blood Porn... <laughs> blood Porn? And, and decently far into Sekiro, but I've never finished those ones. But the From Software games are, without a doubt, like, the most, like... like some of the most, like, tight and solid combat games you would ever play. Yeah. So I absolutely love them, and... Uh, everyone was looking forward to this game, Elden Ring, because... The it's 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 the creator of all those games, Hidetaka Miyazaki, working with George R. R. Martin, the author of the Game of Thrones books. Okay. To create the world of the game. Yeah. So not only you're gonna have like the, the like these games have always had a really interesting, really deep lore, but like now with George R. R. on its side, it should have like a really strong story on top of like really solid gameplay mechanics. And I'm really looking forward to that. Nice. But um, as I mentioned previously uh miyazaki is very inspired by berserk um mm-hmm. has been throughout dark souls bloodborne and sekiro and in elden ring there was some very overt like references to berserk nice like right off the bat <laughs> so i made a twitter post just like putting them side to side with some manga panels that like show how uh, where the inspiration came from and got a bunch of likes and retweets but i'm just i'm super excited to 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 see that and to play that and uh this game is going to be like open world and it's going to have a, a horseback combat. You'll be able to fight on the back of your horse. Hell yeah. And no game I have ever played has managed to do horseback combat, right? Like it's never fun. Okay. It is never as satisfying as just being on the ground. It never feels good to do. It always feels goofy and awkward. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really, I, I have full faith in, and I'm really hoping that Miyazaki will just fucking crush this horse combat and create like a, 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 a staple that other people can draw inspiration from when they're making their own games. Cause like if, if anyone's going to do horse combat, right, it's going to be this guy. Okay. So if he, if he, if he does fuck it up, that's gonna be really upsetting. But if he doesn't fuck it up, I'm really excited to see what the result of that going forward will be. I gotcha. Um, I'm actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, the whole like horseback 
gameplay thing. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not a gamer myself, but I do I do enjoy a good like wartime game every now and then. Usually like the like the more historical ones, like um like the older like Medal of Honor and stuff like that. Okay. Um and I think they touched on it a little bit in one of the Assassin's Creed games. But I would really like to see them do either like a Medal of Honor or like Call of Duty game where it's just focused on it's like set in the U.S. like American Revolution. Where you're just like fighting the British and yes, they did do that in Assassin's Creed three. Yeah, I knew that I knew that was a thing, but I know like when you mentioned horses, it made me think of it because obviously horses were used. Yeah. I can't remember if those games had horseback combat or not, but I think that I think that's that would be a an interesting war to base a game around that I haven't seen done yet. I want to say I know of oh fuck. What's the game called? I'm fairly certain there's a game that has done it, but it's a very like a not super known indie title that you would have never heard of. Yeah, and I'm totally blanking on what it's called right now. Damn. It is what it is, but uh, the one one thing I do remember, one of my favorite streamers used to play that game, and uh, they they added like the drummer boys into that game, uh huh, as like a playable like character. Okay, you just, you just go around the battlefield like playing your drums, or your flute, and trying not to get shot. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's yeah, hilarious. The guy I would watch would always play that character. He was never interested in like actually fighting. He just wanted to like go around and play some drums. Well, that's got to be entertaining for someone to watch. Oh, it, it, well, it is. It's super entertaining. It's probably not super entertaining to play for like for all that long as the drummer boy. But like, I think if you're not live streaming, it probably isn't right. But like as a live streamer, you can get a ton of entertainment out of it. And like both sides of like the team kind of like we're ignoring him because they were like, he's just he's just the drummer boy. Well, so it may be like all of his comrades were dead around him and the enemies were like swarming him and he'd just be sitting there playing his drums. Nice. You should you should stream that. I would turn in and watch that. Tune in to watch. If I can remember what the fucking game is, then. Oh, damn. OK, I, I can't for the life of me remember what it is. I can like I can visualize it. I can I can imagine this guy playing this <clears throat> game. I just can't think of what it is. Huh? OK. Yeah. Well, you should definitely do that at some point. Mm. That that would be fun. I would. You'll just have to let me know. I'll t- I'll tune in and watch. I don't know your stream schedule. Whenever I feel like it, and sometimes not at all. All right. Well, that covers that. <laughs> I I've tried having like a consistent stream schedule in the past. Mm-hmm. I just don't like having it scheduled. I get that. As soon as I have it scheduled, it starts to feel like work. Yeah, just be like, oh, this is a thing that I have to do or like on days that like I might want to do it. It's like, well, this is one of my off days. I can't just stream today. I in terms of like being a viewer, generally speaking, having a a schedule is like a good thing. And like a lot of streamers recommend it as like a way to grow or whatever. But it's just not for me. Sometimes like I'll come home or I'll, I'll wake up in the morning planning to live stream and I'll get home and I'll just be exhausted from work and I won't want to live stream and I just won't. Other times I'll have no plans to live stream and I'll come home and I'll be like, oh shit, this new game I was looking forward to came out. I should play that and I'll just live stream for like eight hours straight and I like having it that way. Yeah. I, I ain't want to schedule that shit. No, that makes sense. Because I'm sure your streams aren't as good if you're not into it and you're just kind of forcing it. Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely, right. definitely not. Right on, right on. What uh what's your favorite uh like streaming snack? Do you do you snack when you stream? No, I don't generally eat when I live stream. Oh. Cuz I I can't really play video games and eat at the same time. I gotcha. I in fact I I usually try my best to avoid it at all costs. Like I'll usually eat before I live stream and if I don't and I get super hungry, I'll just wait until after the live stream to satiate myself. Well cuz cuz like gamer food is like a thing, right? Like like Doritos and Mountain Dew. I mean, like, not really. Like, I, that's not what I eat. Well, it's not what you eat, but isn't there like, like a popular sect of gaming where like those are considered staple foods? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of died off over the years. I'm sure, but 
I just I didn't know if you had like your specific gamer foods. Not really. I usually just make a sandwich. I you know the, the exception is I'll I'll eat on twenty four hour live streams or I will eat in the middle of longer live streams and I usually go for a nice toasted sandwich. Taste toasted Sammy. Yeah. With some chalky milky. Yeah. Yeah. You love some good chalky milky. Chalky milk is some good shit. It is. There's no denying that. Oh, damn. Not a big fan of milk on its own, but chalky milky? Hell yeah. No, milk on its own is gross. It really, I don't know why more people don't think so. It's gross. It does not taste good. No, it's okay in cereal because you're not painting its flavor with other things. Exactly. I don't get people who just can drink a glass of milk for, yeah. en- for enjoyment. Yeah, that shit's gross. No. All my homies hate milk. Yeah. Yeah, if you like milk, you're not one of my homies. Mm-mm. Hell no. Keep them out of there. Get out of my kitchen. Well, because there's no milk for you. Yeah, that's definitely. I, um, I recently just threw away. It was like the tiniest thing of milk. It was like a, like a quart, I think. So like a really, really tiny bottle. Um, that had been in my fridge since I bought it specifically to make Cheetos mac and cheese last summer. <laughs> you probably should have thrown that away much sooner. Oh, yeah. No, it, w- it was definitely like way, way spoiled and like separated into like solids and liquids. Uh, but uh. It, it just sat in there. I used like. Whatever, like a third of this tiny little bottle and then the rest of it just sat in there for eight months or whatever. Yeah. I, I pretty much only buy milk when I make you, when I need it for a recipe. Yeah. And even like, like I get like, like you said, I buy like the smallest increment possible. Cause I know I'm going to toss out whatever I don't use. Yeah. I don't know who goes through a gallon of milk. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Milk farmers don't come on this podcast. You are not welcome. Max, something that we talked about a long time ago is um, apparently it's it's growing in popularity, but the bulk energy drink purchase. Yeah, I've noticed that um, a couple grocery stores have started selling um, like monster energy, like definitely 12 packs. I may have seen a 24 pack. I have not noticed that. I also don't pay much attention to anything around me in general. See. I, sometimes I wish I was like that. I think I pay too much attention to things going on around me. I gotcha. And not enough attention on what I should be paying attention to. You know, like, oh, I gotta, whatever. Should be doing something for work, but I just noticed that I can get myself a 12-pack of white monster. I gotcha. You know, I don't know. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Oh, miss that dude. Ah, Andre. Where you at, homie? I know he was working for a new brewery. Ooh. Well, I don't know if it was a new brewery, but he had just started at a different brewery. Nifty. Yeah. When he moved down to Indianapolis, he started at one and then um I think it was the last time we talked, he had moved on to to another one. Doing bigger, better things. Yeah, for reals. How do you feel about wearing glasses, Mac? You're a, you're a glasses wearer. Uh, I guess I'm not huge on like the actual act of it. You know, uh, they're kind of annoying. Uh, I haven't had my up- prescription updated in forever, so my glasses aren't even doing that much good for me. Yeah, uh, they're busted as hell, and they're pain to manage. My glasses get frosted over when I go in the freezer at work. Yeah, but um. I feel like my face looks weird without glasses. I think I look better with glasses, so I continue to wear them for that reason alone. And because I think wearing contacts is horrifying. I, I don't like the idea of something touching my eye. So I'll give you that. It is at first. It's definitely horrifying trying to put in contacts. But now that I've been doing it since I was like 12, it's not not an issue. No, nah, I mean, my eyes aren't that bad. I can see pretty okay, um, especially when I was younger. Like, I remember I, I, I started wearing glasses when I was in, like, third grade. But I, I want to say, like, my entire middle school, I didn't wear glasses. Okay. Because I was like, I just didn't like them. Yeah, no, my, my, my vision's pretty bad. Um, 
So like without my glasses, it's like, God, I feel like I can't even hear. <laughs> like your vision's so impaired, your hearing is impaired. Damn. Correct. Yeah, it's bad. I gotcha. It's bad. No, I, I really need new glasses. Like beyond the fact that my prescriptions fucked, these are also super scratched up. Like just have lots of like permanent scratches at this point. Just because I've I've had these glasses since I was like 18. So Yeah, didn't you didn't you fuck up? Like one of those earpieces on one of our overnights that we did together. Maybe I know I cracked the bo- the bottom of the lens or the bottom of the frame on one of the lenses is is cracked apart so that it's like it can like open up and my lens can fall out. That broke when I was in my senior year. I remember specifically because I edited my own senior picture and I had to like edit it so you couldn't tell they were broken. Ah, uh, and I've had them since then. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, I'm actually going to take a break and drain my ball. Okay. Guys, my, Mike doesn't want to admit this, but he, he actually had a, a pretty big accident recently, and his, his testes are not, they're not in a good place. Honestly, it's been rough. Past few weeks, we've been in and out of hospitals, multiple surgeries. The doctors say he has the most disfigured penis they've ever seen. And he's getting a lot of work done to try to fix that. And it, it would be it would be putting him bankrupt if he didn't have some stinky Pete's testicle insurance. Now, I'm not I'm not kidding you. This is a real life. This is real. This is a real life thing. In fact, part of our agreement to sponsor Stinky Pete's is that they boost his premiums to cover the ridiculous cost of figuring fixing his ridiculously disfigured penis. So let me tell you, I really mean it when I say you need testicle insurance. You really, really need it. So don't forget to go to stinkypetestesticleinsurance.com and use code BREAKROOMNACHOS for 10% off your premiums. It will save you so much in the long run. You guys have no idea. If Mike didn't already have testicle insurance before he he went through this horrifying accident, oh, it it would bankrupt. He would be be so screwed. He would be so screwed. So. And, you know, while I'm at it, let me just request that you guys send some words of support towards Mike, you know, leave a comment. He's coming back. I got to finish up, but just, just tell him you're, you're, you're worried about him and you hope he's doing well. Thank you. How was your piss? It was good. Yeah. Not too hard. Not too painful. No, no, it was, it was just right. Good. I'm glad. Well, I mean, you know, it's good to know that everything was working fine. Because I currently have not enrolled in my my ball insurance yet. No, you have not. You got to get on that. I do. I do. <laughs> um, have you watched any movies or new TV shows recently? Uh, I started to watch this uh, this anime called Inspector. It's pretty good. It's about um, it's about this this girl who lost a, a leg and an eye who uh, fell in love with a boy at the hospital because. Uh, uh, she, she, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I just watched the first episode like yesterday. Okay. I'm already starting to forget. She, she, he, he, he like fell on her and she saved him and she, and she was like, you better not forget who I am. Cause I assume she's dying. I don't know yet. Sure. And she was like, okay. He was like, okay, I will never forget who you are. And so for two years, she's just been like basically stalking him until he was single again. So he could chase him down. <laughs> was he a skater boy? No. Oh, no. Okay. I didn't know if she said, see you later, boy. No, I've also, I have been rereading Chainsaw Man, which is one of my all time favorite manga. <laughs> that just sounds so absurd. The, the premise of the show is a kid uh, named Denji who ha- makes a contract with the Chainsaw Devil. So the Chainsaw Devil uh, 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 becomes his heart and uh, saves him from dying. Uh, and so he becomes chainsaw man. He can sprout chainsaws from his head and hands to uh, kill demons. Right. Yep. Like, like you need to be able to do. Right. And uh, uh, you know, he, he joins, he joins the public safety commission and everyone in it has, it has like grand and noble reasons to be there fighting demons. But for him, he just really wants to get laid. right on right on it's really fucking legitimately speaking like it's 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 one of my all-time favorite manga it's so goddamn well written 
uh, and super fucking good comedically speaking. Nice. So I highly recommend Chainsaw Man, but I, I'm in the middle of rereading that and it's just so fucking good. Nice. Um, I recently just watched, well, finished watching a show called uh, Sense 8. Have you ever seen that? Never heard of it. It's a pretty, pretty legit Netflix show. Um, it's loosely based around uh, these eight, eight characters that are all linked together and can communicate and help each other, uh, help each other out telepathically while being hunted by an organization. Nifty. Yeah, it was pretty legit. Nice. I'd, I'd give it more of a watch if it had more episodes, but I gotcha. I've also been rewatching attack on Titan with, uh, my boy, Sean. Yeah. Uh, he was interested in watching that. I'd, I've seen it before, but it's, it's a really good anime and, I hadn't seen the first season in a while, but the amount of foreshadowing that's in the first season is a lot more clear when you know what it's foreshadowing and they actually did a really good job foreshadowing shit. Right? Yeah. Sometimes you need to give things like a second or third watch to really, really pick up on, on some stuff. Yeah. Well, it's just like, it's like super subtle, but when you know what's going to happen, it's like so obvious. It's like, Oh God, now I understand. <laughs> right? Oh man. Good times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've also been catching up on, I, I man, I've been getting into a lot of manga lately, lately. I've been catching up on kingdom, which is a really good manga that I like to read. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like a sensationalized version of, uh, some Chinese history. Uh, there was a period of time long, long time ago in Chinese history called the warring States period. Basically like China was still existed as one massive country, Mm -hmm. but it was like split up into a bunch of different smaller states who were all constantly waging war on one another and trying to gain control over the whole of China. Okay. So it follows the, uh, the story of a, of a kid from one of those, uh, uh, states, uh, who was a slave. His name is Shin who wants to become uh, a general in the army. And like, historically speaking, this character is, like one of the most famous generals from that time who was involved in like the unification of China. Okay. So it's a really well-written manga. Like it, it, it bases things off of like the actual events and like, you know, the, the wars that actually took place are like the, the events that he's involved with in. Mm-hmm. They're just like a very sensationalized version of those events. Okay. And especially the characters within are super sensationalized. Like there's all, there's all these generals and stuff in, in, in the manga. And like the author does this really interesting thing. They, they, they subscribe to the idea that like the stronger the person, the physically larger they are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you have like all of these generals who are literally like 20 times the size of a regular man. <laughs> right. It just makes sense. <laughs> Running around, like smashing through droves of, of soldiers. Yeah. yeah, it's really well written. It's really it's really good. Um, and it's it's it focuses a lot around like the strategy of the battles and like how different strategists took different actions. And so it's it's interesting to see that side of things rather than just seeing the battle itself. Yeah. But seeing how like certain characters overcame ridiculous odds just through really smart strategy. Yeah. Really good manga, too. Nice. Yeah, I think it's about time for me to get into get into a new show. So I'm looking, looking for something. Any, any suggestions, listeners, go ahead and throw them out. I kind of want something I've never seen before, but I gotcha. It's so easy to just rewatch shit for me, at least, especially cause like I watch so much shit in the background instead of just like actively watching. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you the number of times I've watched through the office. <laughs> oh yeah. God, the office is always such a good one. Uh, so I, I, there's not a lot of times that I watch something new and like, there's always that chance that whatever I choose is going to suck. Yeah, but usually, usually it ends up being a good choice. Even right if it's on. only like a mediocre show. I gotcha. Nice. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I will end up rewatching something I've already seen. It's just so easy. It's so easy to go with something you're comfortable with, you know? Right. So easy to like watch something that's really good again, then risk watching something that sucks. Yeah. Even even if it's something. Even if if it's something you don't know partic- particularly well, like you may have only watched it once, but you really liked it. Yeah. Watching that a second time is so great because, you know, you've seen it, but you it's not so like embedded in your mind. Like, yeah, it's still a little bit new, 
but it's also just as fun as something you've seen a million times because you're like oh i know what's coming up now yeah i definitely like i i think uh i i definitely have a big a a a big guy when it comes to like rewatching or rereading stuff that i like uh just because if, if, if it's done really well, there's so much that you can miss at first or so many little things that seemed unimportant at the time that ended yeah. up being like really big in the end and so many little things like that. So pretty much anything that I like a lot, I've seen or read more, more than once. Okay, right on. Yeah, I don't read so. Well, you know, I say reading, but it's 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 manga. So it's basically like looking at a picture book <laughs> right on. I gotcha. I have I have come to respect like the artistic side of of manga and graphic novels a lot more as I've gotten more into them. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like there's this is one author. Uh, I got to look at his name. I can't remember it right now. <laughs> All right. Go for it. Rick Remender. That's his name. OK. He's a a a a, a comic uh, uh, author usually works with image comics, but he's done deadly class. He's done, um, uh, black science. He's done. Oh fuck. There's another one with starts of the D that I can't remember right now, but I love all of his work. Um, and he's, he, he, he usually, he doesn't do the art side of it. And, but, but he definitely like, I, I'm willing to think that it's largely because of his direction as like the author. Uh, he has a real respect for like the strengths of like a graphic novel mm-hmm. over any other medium. Cause you know, there's, and it's, it's like I talked about in the, in the last podcast, like you really could not properly adapt any of his works into a, a, a like a live action film because like the strengths of the graphic novel medium are so enrooted into what it is. I gotcha. Like one of my favorite things, he does this across multiple works. Um, but deadly class, especially deadly class, uh, features a protagonist named Marco, who is, uh, an extremely flawed character. Okay. Uh, he's, he's like, he has a lot of inner monologue that you read through. Okay. And he's constantly like talking about like how he's trying to like become a better person or like trying to figure out where he's going or trying to like figure out what he's doing. Okay. But like as he's actively thinking about like how he's becoming a better person and transforming and trying to understand himself, uh-huh. you see on the pages that he's doing terrible things and like doing everything wrong and basically doing the opposite of what he's thinking he's doing. This sounds a lot like our real life Marco. Well, that's true. Marco did like super <laughs> rationalize things. Yeah. Like, Oh God, finish your story. <laughs> so, you know, as I've, I've bec- as a result of like, authors like him and a lot of mangas that I read through like chainsaw man, for example, like super strong foreshadowing. Like there's like tiny little details in the first chapter that like foreshadowed super important plot twists way later down the line Yeah, that you would never ever think was foreshadowing at the time. Nice. And so like, as I've, as I've, you know, read more graphic novels and read more manga, I've come to like really appreciate the artistic side of it where like whenever when I'm reading a manga and especially the thing that I like about manga over anime in a lot of cases, not every case, it depends on the adaptation. But mm-hmm. um, the thing that I like about the manga over the anime or the graphic novel over the movie, whatever, is that like you can stop and really examine the art and really mm-hmm. examine all the details because there's a lot of really small background details or even like really overt ones that just don't make sense at the time that are really important later. So something that I try to do is like even if I'm like super engrossed and I have to know what's happening next. Every time I'm like reading a page of manga, I like stop and examine every part of it and try to like understand if there's something that seems out of place. I try to understand what it could mean. Yeah. Nice. And I come to appreciate the stories greater as a result. I think I, I may have mentioned this even to you before, but I really like, um, I really like when attention is, paid to uh like continuity yeah. in a tv show even if it's not important yeah i gotcha um i really really enjoy that even if it like handcuffs you at a later time um but to be able to maintain that that throughout the storyline is is really important yeah i gotcha i think how i met your mother does a good job with that they do they they set up a lot of like little small pieces that come into play much later yeah yeah absolutely um 
And I, I don't know. They, they also pay attention to a lot of things like when they like they'll do flashbacks and like. You know, whatever, change the setting to match what it was supposed to be like at that point in time rather than like present day. Right. I gotcha. Yeah. Right on. Um, but no, you were talking about that Marco character. Sounds uh, sounds a lot like our boy Marco, who always claimed he was trying to be better, but just kept just fucking shit sucked. up. Just sucked so much. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. 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 I. I mean. Uh. I. I definitely like for anyone who's interested in graphic novels. I heavily, heavily recommend Deadly Class. One of the best I've ever read. It is so fucking good. But yeah, Marco's a fucked character. <laughs> you, you, he's one of those characters like you, you, you want to root for him. You want him to like succeed. You want to see him like get where he needs to go, but he just keeps fucking it up for himself. Oh, so that's where he differs from real life Marco. <laughs> no, you don't want to see Marco win. No, <laughs> real no. life Marco win. Yeah, real life. <laughs> you, you enjoy seeing him fail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that dude. Oh, Marco. Ugh. But yeah, graphic novel Marco has a good heart, just fucks up a lot. Yeah. A little, little like uh, like Michael Scott. Yeah. Michael Scott means well. He just has a lot going on. His, he, his execution of everything is so poor. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel for him, though. Yeah, it's understandable. We feel like we've all got a little Michael Scott in us. We, we all want to do a good job. We all want to do the right thing. But sometimes you're just like, eh, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't know. I, I think back to that one episode where, uh, where all Michael had to do was like, like sign some forms and Pam had like even put sticky notes where he needed to sign and it just needed to be done by the end of the day. And he took, like the entire day to sign his name like three times. Yeah. I mean, you know, just those little procrastination things. Yeah. I get it. I understand it. I empathize with it. Yeah. We, we've all been there. Sometimes it's just all you got to do. Maybe that's what made Andy so dislikable as a manager in the later seasons. Right? Because, like, you really can't empathize with Andy. No. He just kind of does some stuff that is really shitty in the last seasons that you're like, I, this was not, this was clearly not a mistake. This was some vindictive little shit thing. Right? God, fuck Andy sometimes. Yeah. (sighs) We all know, we all know that the the office is no good after Michael Scott left. We're not saying anything new by saying that. No. It do be kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. Michael was the office. See, I, I don't, I, I feel like they definitely could have had the office without Michael. It's not impossible. They just did it all wrong when they did. Yeah. They didn't handle that right in any kind of way. No, the, the, the first they tried to have Andy do his own thing. Then they tried to make Andy be Michael Scott. Then they did some fucky shit with Andy and it's like, none of it worked. Yeah. Like, you, you needed to find a character who was, like as likable and as lovable as Michael without being Michael. Right. You didn't need to make Michael again. You needed to make a character that people cared about like Michael again. Right. And that's where they failed. Yeah. Cause they themselves were too attached to Michael, much like we were right. He, Michael was the perfect character for that role. Yeah. Yeah. The Olympics are coming up. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. Yeah. What next month? Uh, yeah, at the end of next month. Okay. So it goes briefly into August. Sweet. I'm really excited about it. Uh, I was looking through the list of sports. Uh-huh. Skateboarding is now an Olympic sport. Are, is, uh, is professional gaming? No. No, it's not. Yes, it is, but not an Olympic it, sport. It, 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 it's, it, that's We're not, not opening this conversation again. Okay. We had it already. Okay, it's fine. It's not. I don't care what you think. It is. <laughs> okay. I will end this podcast here. I'm trying to talk about the Olympics. You're trying to bring up some old shit. What are you? What are you? What are you? My ex-girlfriend. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, so you're looking through the list of sports and you you found skateboarding. Skateboarding is an Olympic sport now. Okay. This year. So is surfing. Okay. Which are both super interesting. Yeah. Surfing is 
it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see like what it's going to look like and what it's going to be judged on. Yeah. I'm also curious to see like with surfing like I I imagine I imagine there it's not going to be like out on the open ocean. They're probably going to have like a wave pool to use for surfing. Probably. Yeah, cuz I, I don't know how else you would Yeah, cuz if it was on the open ocean then that would give like certain advantages or disadvantages to certain athletes based on like the waves that were coming. Right. And that would be no good. Or there might just be a day, like a day when an event is supposed to be held and there just are no good waves to work with. Right. So I imagine it's going to be in like a wave pool or something, but I'm really curious to see how it'll be judged and, and scored. Yeah. Um, I do. I think it'd be really interesting to see, like a lot of the swimming events take place like outside. Yeah. Like in the ocean. Yeah, it would be. I think that'd be cool. And that with that, at least you've got, you know, everyone swimming at the same time. So they're all reasonably dealing with the same conditions. Yeah. Not like, sure. not like, not like surfing. No, no. Can't have eight people surfing at the same time. That'd be a disaster. It, you would think so. I don't know a lot about surfing, but yeah, I would, I would think that's highly discouraged. Yeah. The surfing events are pretty fun to watch, though. Nice. Or not surfing. Sorry. Uh, swimming events in the Olympics. Yeah, I like swimming. Swimming's fun. Race walking. That's an interesting one. Race walking. What is yeah, that? Mac, you'll have to t- tune in for this. Um, basically, you're you're walking as quickly as possible without going into a run. <laughs> it's so absurd what? yeah and it'll be like a race walking marathon <laughs> and yeah it's like who can walk the fastest without <laughs> without running <laughs> see the only way that this is fun to watch in my eyes uh-huh. is if all of the athletes are dressed up in full victorian era like suits and tuxes with like a cane <laughs> like a walking cane that they have to keep pace with Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Maybe a little dog that they have to keep with them. Right? <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. I think that'd be really fun to watch. Um, yeah, it's it's really absurd. Um, yeah, because it's something like I think at least at least one, if not both feet, have to remain on the ground at all times. Well, I guess it would have to be one. You have to. Yeah, you have to lift one. Foot yeah, you have point. to lift up your foot yeah but it, one foot has to be on the ground at all times that makes sense you are in the air a bit when it comes to running yeah um but they do they're they're pretty long races i think they're like half marathon and marathon so like i've def- a lot of walking i've definitely seen clips where people like like pass out oh which is really funny because they have to like watching them walk is ridiculous yeah i bet because fucking booking it without booking it yeah you're booking it without booking it and there's all sorts of like arms and like hip swinging and then all of a sudden it's just like the heat gets to them and hope down they go yeah it almost feels it almost sounds like it would be more laborious than just running it probably is yeah a lot more to focus on in terms of your movements like make everything as efficient as possible yeah and you're like tensing the shit out of your muscles to get them to move as fast as possible right damn yeah, race walking, man. That's crazy. Check it out. It's a thing. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I, I, I'm excited for a lot for the Olympics. I, I, I don't really ever pay close attention to it, but I think I might, I might pay some, pay some attention to the Olympics this time. Maybe do some live streams where I go over results and talk about my thoughts or something. Nice. Might be kind of cool. I'm really looking forward to like, like tennis and badminton and uh, table tennis. I really like watching those events. Okay. Um. Again, I also like the swimming and diving events. Those are all those are all fun to watch as well. Some of the athletic events like shot put and like hammer throw are super fun to watch. Okay. Some of those those track and field. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I do like the Olympics a lot. Um there's just something about the vibe of it all, you know? Like I just really like the energy surrounding the, the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, when we all band together and hate the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah, especially the French. <laughs> Yeah, God, fuck France. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Nobody likes you. <laughs> we, we, we heard a, a genuine European. European tell us, no, everyone hates France. Yeah. 
Good old Canan. Yeah. Good guy. That dude. Um, I'm more of a Winter Olympics fan myself, but I, I, I get into the summer. See, I like the Winter Olympics, but there's a lot of events that I don't enjoy watching. And just generally, like, the fact that everything is covered in snow and cold. Like, I can almost, like, feel it through the screen. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to be looking at this. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. But I do, I do, I do like, like, the snow, snowboarding and skiing events. Those are a lot of fun. Skiing is a lot of fun. I like all, like, the, like, snowboarding, or not snowboarding, uh, uh, what's it, uh, bobsled. Bobsled's cool, too. Bobsled and luge and skeleton skeleton where it's like the luge but you go head first yeah that shit's insane yeah that shit i did um when i was in high school for working for my uh school's news show we had the winter olympics mm-hmm. and i we were doing a story about uh, uh lesser known uh, olympic sports mm-hmm. i guess kind of like what we're talking about right now yeah and one of the ones we covered was skeleton and um I actually contacted the uh, U.S. skeleton team, mm-hmm. and they sent back like a bunch of their training footage for us to use. Nice, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they had a lot of like really cool footage of people just fucking going fucking head for, for uh, head first at like a hundred miles an hour down a crazy long slope. Yeah, skeleton's insane. Yeah, you have to be crazy to try that shit. No, for sure. And I, I think that's kind of what I like about the Winter Olympics, like. Like, that's not something I would ever do. No, that's fucking insane. <laughs> no. And even if I wanted to, it's not something that you can do like regularly. You yeah. Need, like, track and, and specific equipment. Right. Like, you know, if I want to go, you know, throw a javelin, like, yeah, I could make that happen fairly, fairly easily. We did that shit in high school in gym class and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's something that anyone can do if you just so choose to have a javelin or a one of those shot put balls or something like that. Yeah. Um, or, you know, swimming, you can go to a pool and swim laps or whatever. But yeah, all those crazy winter sports, like the ones where they like cross country ski and then have to like shoot a gun at targets <laughs> <laughs> like that. I find, I find that shit so interesting. Yeah. You got a point just cause it's stuff that like I'm never going to do. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. So I, I like it from that perspective, but I get the mass appeal of the Summer Olympics. Yeah. People can actually relate to those. I think they're all cool. The Olympics are just awesome. It's just one of those events that's like, I'm glad this has existed for ages and no one's going to stop doing it, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Olympics are so much fun. Yeah. God. And then I think we will be getting back into that Little League baseball again here pretty soon. Less interested in that, but coming up in August, I'm glad it's exciting for you. That'll I'll, I'll I'll keep you updated. Sounds good on what happens. Sounds good. Watching those little, little kids just play that sport. Really gets you going. (laughs) Really gets me going. And you know what, Mike, just to make sure that you're, you're safe for when that time comes around, don't forget to pick up your testicle insurance. (laughs) from stinky insurance.com code break room nachos for 10% off your mediums premiums <laughs> well I know I'm going to be signing up as soon as we sign off oh yeah thank you everybody for watching make sure to stop on by and get your testicle insurance today stinky Pete's. <laughs>